The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to our guest, Ava Ados, COO and Chief Investment Strategist at ER Shares, to take a closer look at the markets. So, Ava, are you expecting us to retest the lows on the S&P 500 of 36.66? And do we test and rebound or do we test and give it up? I think we test and rebound. Um, I think the markets will be choppy. Um, we have They have baked in the 75 basis points rate hike, but still there is a big concern of what future the future holds. So we'll probably trade within a 5 to 10% range in Q3. And then in Q4, as we get closer to the October uh, 13 reading, and then early November FOMC meeting, uh, then we might see the markets get back uh, to their highs. In terms of what the Fed does this week, everybody has an opinion. Uh, where are you on, on this question? Are you looking at 75 basis points or do you expect something a bit more outsized than that? We we think the, the Fed will stay the course with the 75 basis points and it's a, a foregone conclusion to us. We're now more focused on the November meeting rather than the September and whatever they might hint for the November meeting, that's what might push the market. So I think the tone of the Fed and how hawkish they'll be uh, will be critical tomorrow. And I think people are very focused to see if we'll, they'll ease up on the 75 basis points uh, rate hike policy in November and then in December too. So if there is a little bit of a softening in the in the comments made by the chair, uh, do you think the market will seize upon that, or do you think the market really needs to see an actual CPI print that is, you know, somewhat lower? I mean, unfortunately, the last one, you know, didn't didn't really offer that. Um, which of the two? Exactly, as as you said, I think especially after uh, the unfortunate last CPI reading, I think people are more focused on the actual data rather than the tone of the Fed. Um, so um, I think there is a much greater debate that now in November they might come down for a variety of reasons. Unemployment continues to rise. Inflation is likely to come down and GDP drops. So if we have a third quarter of um, GDP dropping, there will be a lot of pressure on the Fed to not overdo it. So that's uh, what we are focused on. And in terms of inflation likely to come down, it's coming down a lot slower than anticipated. Uh, what's the risk of some uh, surprises here to the upside? We we are. Uh, I don't think we'll have more surprises. But that being said, uh, it's important to note that the CPI is lagging the true effects of some of the market conditions. For example, when it comes to housing, housing. Sorry, um, I think it's likely declining much faster than what the CPI suggests. 
one third of the CPI is based on shelter. And even though we had headlines for the past months that uh, new housing starts are plummeting, some housing markets are also falling. Um, the the CPI the CPI for housing in August increased by zero point seven percent. Ava, I know you're expecting to see a few downward revisions to earnings over the next few months. Do you think the market has priced in that expectation yet, or once those revisions start to roll in, do you see more downside for equities? I see more downside. I think the markets um, will do better on improving inflation news and will drop on future earnings uh, projections. And I don't think we have incorporated everything that has to do with the European crisis when it comes to US, to the U.S., because many U.S. companies have a significant revenue percentage that comes from Europe. So uh, as we incorporate that more and more, I think we'll see more downward um, um, estimates for the future earnings projections for the companies in the U.S. So the earnings will come down and the uh, revisions will be made. Right now, you've got valuations on equal weight stocks in the S&P 500 around 14, whereas the market, the S&P, is at about 18 times earnings. Uh, so can we expect that maybe the average stock does okay, but the high flyers get trimmed in this next period of a quarter or so? No, in fact, there are some high flyers uh, that are doing well. Even today, we have Cognix uh, reporting, and after hours, they are up about 7%. So, and they are in machine learning, machine vision. At the same time, you have GM and Ford down significantly after hours today. So that shows that it's truly a stock picker's market. So um, investors need to look at each company and a company by company basis and see whether this company is significantly affected by the, the slowdown or minor recession that's, that's coming. Do you limit your stock picking at the moment to U.S. markets, or are you looking offshore as well? And I'm thinking particularly there's some really beaten up names in China at the moment, probably for a good reason. Are you looking there? Well, China is, a, a, is being hit from a number of internal and external factors. On the one hand, you have external buyers, primarily from Europe and North America, who are seeing a significant slowdown in their purchasing power. And, and then at the same time, you also have um, the, the COVID, the zero COVID policy in China and, and, and all other internal ramifications that have to do with their with their real estate crisis. So at the, uh, on the on the bright side, though, no country has benefited more than from reselling the Russian oil uh, other than China due to their their geographic proximity to Russia. So I think there are good news about China and bad news that doesn't make it the ideal place to place money right now. I think you, the U.S. Is, a, a, this is still a safe haven. But that being said, even in the U.S. markets, people need to be conservative for now. So, Ava, you, you mentioned uh, Ford and GM struggled today and, and that um, you know, stock picking is, the, is really at a premium right now. Can you talk a little bit about what you look at? Is it free cash flow? Is it revenues holding firm? Is it, you know, just, just generally speaking, better management? How do, you, how do you separate the wheat from the chaff? Yes. So purchasing power is key. If they have inelastic demand, so for example, there are some healthcare companies that have, of course, inelastic demand. And then we're really, really focused on margins and whether a company is able 
to cut down their costs or at least keep them in line and expand their margins as they also increase their revenue. So they're out of the 56,000 companies that we're tracking globally, there are only a couple hundred US-based that are profitable and able to expand their margins. So it's not easy to find them, but they do exist. Ava, very quickly, 20 seconds. Are we heading for a global recession? Uh, we are. Um, for Europe, we are almost certain, and I think we'll probably have a mild recession in the U.S. too. Um, we'll, pr we'll see if the third quarter, the GDP comes negative again. And again, if you have three consecutive GDP quarters that are negative, that's mm -hmm. really a bad signal. But again, that stands with the NBER to make that determination. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ava Ados, uh, COO and Chief Investment Strategist at ER Shares. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.